you know, it's it's really hard. He's not able to to do all the amazing things he's done his whole life, but he's still the same the same mind. You can still call him and say, "Dad, this thing happened. What do I do?" You know, he can and he'll still be there and yeah. yeah. And my Let's dig through the mud together. We're so glad you're here. Join us here each week for Mudlark. But da 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 da. Mudlark. Hi, loves. Welcome to Mudlark. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and I started this podcast because for years I stayed quiet in my own mess. And when I started to speak and honestly tell the truth for the first time in my life, it was within those moments of ruthless vulnerability that I felt most seen and connected. So now I believe with every ounce of who I am that it is our stories that connect us, especially the darker, stickier, more challenging parts of them. I'm not here to bring you big names, you guys. I'm here to bring you huge topics. And now it's time for us to dig through the mud together. Let's go. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Mudlark. I am so glad you're here. Today, I'm talking with Emily, Bartha, and Nicole Bryson. They are the owners of Coco Glow, one of my favorite brands in the whole wide freaking world. It makes me feel so beautiful. Um, Today, we're going into the backstory of their company, but really focusing on what brought Emily and Nicole to this work. In full mudlark fashion, we go really deep into their own individual health crises that brought them here. And I do, before we get deep into this, want to give you a potential trigger warning as well. We go into Emily's experience with disordered eating. Uh, We talk about both of the girls' farm life upbringing. And even though we talk about the muddier parts of the things that make them human, it is honestly such a charming and cozy conversation. I don't have my third mic set up yet, so I interviewed them separately but at times you're you're definitely going to hear like giggling off the mic <laughs> because we were literally just all huddled around my dining room table and it was just so relaxing and playful and the best. Um, but I want to make sure that you stick around until the end. Emily and Nicole is giving Mudlark listeners the most special gift ever. So wait till the end. Listen all the way through. Before we hop into the episode, I just really want to thank you guys. Thank you for your feedback and just your overall engagement with me and the guests that I bring onto the show. Podcasting has been like such a weird transition for me because you don't get those like automatic likes and comments and I think it's probably really good for me. It's probably really healthy, (laughs) but it can also be hard because I'm always just like recording from home and I'm like, who the fuck is even listening? But when you reach out on Instagram and to the guests, it just like really fuels me and keeps me going and just really helps me to show up every week, which I've done since September. And I just am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for the community we're forming right here. It means everything to me. It's my favorite thing ever. 
And if you have not rated or reviewed the show yet, please do head over to iTunes. Give me a little love over there. And lastly, I'm getting ready to head back to my home in Northwest Montana, the Montana house. And I am doing a shit ton of recording for February. And the topic, we're doing topics now. So I don't know if it'll always be like thematic in this way, but we are talking about sex and relationships and trauma. And I am just so excited. I did a poll on Instagram about bringing these topics onto the show. And literally 100% of you said yes. So I am here to bring you exactly what you want. So stay tuned for that. Without further ado, let's move on to my conversation with Emily and Nicole. I'll see you on the other side. fuck right like I noticed yes absolutely <laughs> bring on all the fucks okay um, we will yeah <laughs> and wait Nicole Nicole yeah okay oh. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I had the right person like I we was... should have tricked her <laughs> oh my gosh I'm so glad you didn't uh, that's so funny yeah I was thinking about it like before you came here and I was like thinking of our conversations and then I remembered you being like Emily's parents uh yeah and I was like <sighs> Okay, then I can figure it out. Where are your parents? Yeah, never mind. I <laughs> Manipulative. That's funny. Anyway, I brought you on the show because like the second I met you guys, like I was really drawn aesthetically Aww. to your products. And I was like, ooh, because I just, it really caught my eye. And then I started talking to you and started talking to your business partner who's sitting right beside me, but won't be <laughs> on the show for about 30 minutes. And yeah, I just, I really wanted to kind of get to know the behind the scenes of like who you are, because I do really value your product and I want to know Thank you. just your story. <laughs> so I'll ask you, frankly, just take it where you want to go. What is your story? Go ahead. Take it. Oh, sure. Um, my name is Nicole Bryson and I'm a co-founder of Coca Glow here in Portland. I grew up on a farm in Eagle Creek, which is pretty close to where we are now, probably like 15 minutes, uh, with my parents and my two brothers. And we had, you know, pigs and chickens in a garden. And, you know, we grew up on like a low, low income, but we didn't know it because we had a pond and fun and a rope swing. It's the so, best. Yeah, really fun um, country upbringing. My parents um, split up when I was younger. And so now I have a very, very cool step family too. So my dad married uh, a woman named Kathy, who's my amazing stepmom, mm. and I have three more siblings now. So that's a that's been very cool. I have a big, big family. Where, where do you fall in the lineup of siblings? Um, so there's six of us all together, and I'm the second oldest. Oh, okay. Wow. And were you the oldest out of your immediate like siblings? Uh, I was the middle. Oh wow. Do you feel like you have some of those attributes, middle child? I don't know. I. <laughs> I don't even know what those are. I yeah. just have so many siblings everywhere I turn. That <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, we had we had a lot of fun together. And then so my mom stayed living in, in Eagle Creek and my dad and Kathy lived um, up in Welch's actually up the mountain. So oh. we had all kinds of, of country, country fun and multiple houses and kids everywhere. So Well, I I'm always happy especially inviting people out to our house here when they're like, yeah, I grew up on a farm because I'm always like, God, it's so muddy. <laughs> we got like dogs everywhere. And so it always makes me instantly feel uh, like, I love it. Ah. So what were you like as a kid? 
as a kid, oh gosh, I was kind of a butt kisser at school. (laughs) (laughs) I was like a very good student. (laughs) Uh, But I had, I was kind of, I liked my alone time a lot, even as a kid. So they would talk to my mom sometimes like, Nicole's spending her recess reading, we're concerned or things like that. So a little bit stoic, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I got really into music. I played the flute. Uh, I still play the flute. So all through um, growing up and then in college and I even still volunteer teaching little kids the flute sometimes now on Aww. Fridays. So do you do that out of school? Uh yeah. Well it's it's out of school but there's a program in Portland called Bravo that provides, you know, access to low cost instruments and, and lessons and ensemble rehearsals for uh kids in, in low income or minority communities mm-hmm. so that because like with anything, there's a privilege barrier to, to music and arts. So it's nice when it's more yeah. more accessible for more people. And so. how is that? How does that work? Is it like grant funded or? Um, I just volunteer. So I think like, it's I don't just fucking a, know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really involved in the accounting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but totally. uh, yeah, I just go there um, every other Friday in the afternoon. And uh, then the, the woodwind kids can get a little one-on-one time with, with the with a flute player. So. Oh, I love yeah. that. You're like the big kid. <laughs> I'm them. definitely the big kid. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> and did you end up going to college? Yeah, I went to Portland State and I was in the music program as a minor for a while, but my major was uh, in the business school in advertising. Okay. Which I do not work in. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, in a way, well, I guess right? Now, now I do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 With Coco Glow. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, wait. And so did you, what made you go into that? What was the intrigue mm, there? Uh, I guess it was really, it's not really what I was planning on going into, but I, I wanted to do music, but it, it was just sort of something telling me to be more practical, which I wish looking back, I wouldn't have listened to, but Right. Also, at this point, I kind of realized that it doesn't really matter what my degree is in. It really doesn't. No. So, you know, I did the experience. I met some cool people, but yeah. I connected more with the music department for sure. Yeah. And it's still a part of your life. Yeah. And it probably always will be in some capacity. Yeah. I love so. that. Were your siblings into music too? No, not at all. We're very diverse in our skill sets <laughs> yeah how, can you talk about that yeah so my my oldest brother way or Waylon way is uh he's a lawyer and he's like he can I don't know my husband <laughs> describes him as a space alien <laughs> Emily knows him well too that's actually how I met Emily as they were friends oh, in high school <laughs> that's amazing sorry way if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just a space alien it's fine yeah that's way <laughs> He's very cool. He's a lawyer. He lives in Raleigh in North Carolina. Nice. Um, and he did, after college, he did the JET program teaching English in Japan. So that's where he met his wife. And they have two little girls. So we Aww. have a lot of Japanese culture in the family, which is which is really fun. Do you know how to speak any Japanese? I know, like, three words. Mostly <laughs> words that the little girls like to say, like, unchi. What's, what's that mean? It just means poop. And they say it all the time <laughs> and laugh. <laughs> Oh, gee. <laughs> They're like four. So. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I know one word. So, yeah, I'm obviously fluent in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. What did your other siblings like to do? Uh, so so then I'm in the middle, and then Ty is next, Tyler, and he's a mathematician. So oh, he's, wow. He's the family genius. He's He works uh, – he's finishing his PhD in math, and he works as a data scientist for Twitter, actually. Oh, so. whoa. 
Yeah. It is so weird what people fall into. Yeah. Like, how? Yeah, it's really unexpected. But mm-hmm. he's um, he's done a little bit of, of teaching, you know, teaching math mm-hmm. at NYU. He did for a little while. Um, he's done quite a few things. He worked for a couple other tech companies doing mm-hmm. data science. His uh, girlfriend is a data scientist. So That's so cool. Yeah. And he's got a, a math textbook coming out, too, that he, like, co-wrote. <laughs> That is insane. I know. Are you good at math? Um, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I liked math in school. Really? Yeah. I love that. I don't know why, of course. I just think of like Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girl. She's like, I love math because it's like the same in every country. Co- or yes. <laughs> What'd you say? It's like the same in every country. Uh, yes. Sorry. I love that mean, movie. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm thinking about other quotes from that movie. <laughs> oh, I know. No, Mean Girls is by far one of my favorite movies. It's so yes. good. It's so it's, funny. It was brilliantly done. Oh, uh, what is your relationship like with your parents? Oh, well, my um, my mom has recently, she, she stayed out. Let me start over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, no one even knows where they are. Yeah. Uh, so my dad and my stepmom moved to to Raleigh a few years back, and because my brother's there with his adorable, you know, daughters, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, my mom moved out there from Oregon. She had been in Oregon uh, still a couple years ago. So they're kind of all all out there now. Wow. But I love I love my parents. My mom is like very. Um, creative she was a hippie at heart (laughs) you know growing up and she's very like um very chatty very funny she's always doing projects on her house Mm. so she's she's like less conventional in terms of following the prescribed life path you know which I kind of wish I could do a little more (laughs) right do you know what her sign is she's in October October 28th baby okay I think that's Libra Still. I'm sorry, I don't know. No, why. it's fine. I'll stop <laughs> talking. Astrology. Yeah, we'll look it up after. It just like helps me, just because I'm totally geeking out over that right now, and it's like, oh, like maybe she's an Aquarian, like a little unconventional. So yeah, yeah, we'll look it up after. Okay, we will. <laughs> we'll do it for me. <laughs> um, and then, so my my dad and my stepmom Kathy are are in Raleigh now too, and we're we're really close with with them. Kathy's really really amazing and I love that her my other three siblings you know are in my life because she and my dad met it's like really cool yeah bonus yeah and they're one of them my brother John who went to school in Sandy with you yeah that <laughs> is, is so so, so weird he's uh he's in Amsterdam now oh wow he lives there he lives there yeah oh my his, gosh. his partner is uh Dutch and had been here working for Nike Nike has a big office there too, and Whoa. Um, anyway, they uh, decided to go to go to his home country. For he a was while. the beautiful theater boy. I don't know about that. <laughs> he was the beautiful theater boy. Like that is what he was known for. I'm the... kidding. Yes, he's he's a beautiful so... beautiful theater boy. He is. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. I just remember because he was a couple years older than me, and I was wanting to be in theater so bad, but I was still just like super low self worth. Had a hard time oh. auditioning, and and you're just, really like, putting yourself out there. It's for, so scary, it's and then terrifying. to see someone like your brother, who was just it was so innate. He's innately a, a part of him. He was really <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, he's great. Um, he's a beautiful singer, and he's really, 
um, you know, being in his 30s now, he's really coming to his own. And yeah. It's kind of cool to see. Yeah. So he's really happy over there. That's so wonderful. Neat. Have you visited him yet? I haven't, but he's he's come home to visit a couple times or come to Raleigh when I've been there. Okay, so. cool. He's doing good. Love that. Yeah. Um, to kind of like back up a little bit. So well, sure. what what are you doing for work right now? You have a because you have a full time job outside of Coca Glow. Yeah, I do. I work uh, at an investment advisor firm. Specifically, what I do is I, I provide education for uh, people in retirement plans. Oh, so okay. like how to set up their their savings and investments so that they can actually retire yeah. comfortably. How did you fall into that? Or is it something you fell into or is it yes, something? Yes, it is something I fell into. <laughs> You're like, I fell off a cliff into I, it. <laughs> I, uh, I dreamed every night as a child about retirement planning <laughs> and really it just made it come true. Yeah. It took me a while, but yeah. here I am. <laughs> yeah. What is the, how'd you get there? Um. Well, my first job was at Seas Candies, actually. Oh, and fun. That was a great place to work. I was younger. It actually paid pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of fun. I got free chocolate. You nice. know, it was great. But after a while, I worked there for six years and I kind of just did not want to be doing retail and was just like, I'm going to get any office job I can. Right. And it ended up being at a at the standard of a retirement plan record keeper downtown, just an entry level, like data entry kind of thing. And I just at that, then you kind of work your way up where you have this bit of experience in one area. So when you move up, you use it and then they pay for you to take an industry exam or something. And it's just, it just keeps going. And, right. then, and then here I am. Yeah. So. Is it, so you started this business with your business partner and are you planning on growing that to a point where that's your main gig? Uh, I would love, love to do that. Yeah. Let's talk about Coco Glow. Okay. (laughs) Well, what is it? How did it, how did you start it? Yeah. So Coco Glow is, um, my business with my, my best girl, Emily here. (laughs) So we, um, gosh, it's funny. We used to dream about having like a little shop or just some kind of fun business together that was our own. And then, um, you know, we started thinking about having a blog, like a lifestyle blog Mm. with recipes and things that were, you know, kind of fun. And, um, we had both had some health, health crises essentially that kind of had driven us, Emily in you know, the uh, direction of Chinese medicine and herbalism and, um, for her career, even me, it was more on a personal level, but I really dove into nutrition and, you know, when Western medicine failed me in certain areas and herbs worked, you know, that was, amazing for me. And I was just so, so interested in that. And I, you know, so I really made a lot of additions to my diet. Like I really try to think of it as not as being restrictive, but being like, I'm opening up my world to things that really serve me and, you know, taste good and that I enjoy. So anyway, I had been gotten really, really pretty into that. And I used to make this drink this hot chocolate drink that had all these superfoods and, you know, maca and lacuma and cinnamon and all this stuff in it. And what, and we would, we would make it and drink it. And one day I was at work and I went, I really wanted it. And I thought I'll just go down to the juice bar and they'll have something similar. And they did, but it was just super sweet and like eight bucks. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. That's like really expensive (laughs) and it's not as good. And I was telling Emily about it and then she had been, um, you know, finished up her school at Ocom and taken her herbal boards and stuff. And she's like, we should put 
Chinese herbs in this. Mm. I was like, damn, yeah, we should. <laughs> and so so we did that and we used to drink it on our own. And then we had started this little blog and we just decided, no, let's let's sell this. And then we went into, you know, designing what the package is going to look like and all the all the details, really finalizing the recipe. And then we right. started thinking um, we can have other blends, you know, because this that, the original one, Coca Glow Classic, the chocolate drink was really for kind of energy and immunity and hormonal balance. It's actually really been helpful. The maca and lacuma are super helpful for hormonal balance in women, which mm. is, as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> Gimme. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where's it at? <laughs> Something we could all use. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's and it's just an easy an easy thing to add to to your morning or your afternoon. It's it tastes good. It's easy. It's it's just very uh, conducive to to being consistent because yeah. I, I would find with a lot of things that I would want to try to help my well-being that I might just not keep doing it because it was a hassle or it didn't taste good. So I'd have to spend time hiding it in something else. You right. Know? And I think that's that's why I'm so excited about your guys's product, because I feel so like it just doesn't feel accessible so many things because I'm like mm-hmm. there are literally 47 steps I have to take to make this drink or yes. to do this or <laughs> food process this shit up and I'm just like give me something that's quick and easy and good for me yeah absolutely yeah. and that's that's great to hear because that's what we hope we hope other people see it the same way that is what it is <laughs> yes yeah. it's amazing um and can you go back to talk about your little health crises thing that sure. went went down yeah so I was I spent some time living in um New York well in Brooklyn working in New York City living in Brooklyn and while I was over there I also, I feel like it's weird I haven't mentioned in my life story that I'm married with my now husband, Tyson. Yeah. Sorry, Tyson. Um, <laughs> we love you, Tyson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we were living there and I was working a pretty stressful job at a finance company and I started getting, um, I would get like hives or welts or rashes all the time. And then I started, but those would just go away, you know, fairly quickly. And then I started getting a rash on my face, like all around my nostrils, around my mouth and, you know, between my eyebrows and it just kept spreading. And it mm-hmm. was one, like humiliating, especially when you're like in your mid twenties and you're a receptionist at a fancy finance firm. You don't want to be greeting these people that already look down to you with a rash oh, all over your face, yeah. you know, and at that age, it's really hard to still feel confident if you're worried about something about your visual appearance yeah Yeah. and so I was getting pretty depressed and the more stressed I got about it the worse it got and it got to the point where I was um like like painful like opening my mouth wide enough to brush my teeth would crack my skin and it was lobster fire engine red like just horrible and would you try to cover it up and then that would probably make it worse and that would make it worse yeah oh no (laughs) and then it also was so itchy that like if I just took like a washcloth and just pressed it against it, just pressure, not even, you know, moving it back and forth, it would feel like scratching an itch like on my bones under my skin, oh, like just a nightmare. Miserable. And, yeah. And so then I got like down the rabbit hole online of people who it's perioral dermatitis is what it is. People who have it and this one random thing worked for them. And then it's kind of expensive, especially on like an entry level budget living in New York, you know, yeah. I'd go buy the lilac extract or whatever worked for someone else. They never worked for me. The doctors would just prescribe really long runs of antibiotics and topical steroid creams, which I knew are not 
not healthy, especially on a long-term basis. So I, uh, I really just couldn't deal with it anymore. Our offices moved, my work moved to a different office and they had us go on the weekend to kind of all of the admin team to help people get settled in. And the job that they gave me that day was sitting in the lobby, greeting everyone and telling them, you know, you're on this floor, here's where you go or whatever. Mm. And, and that was the one day where I had been like, I know it's bad to cover this up with makeup. It's Saturday. I'm just going to go not wear any makeup and not worry about it. And then I was like the building, whole building receptionist. And I just, I couldn't take it. I left and you like burn the place down. You're like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The night in jail. And then, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, we're talking through glass right now. (laughs) It's so cool. They let us do this. Oh my gosh, yes. In my mind, I burned the place to the ground. (laughs) Yeah, that's horrible. I went home and I just, I looked online. I was like, I need to, I want to go home, like to Oregon. I just wanted to see my parents. They were still here. And I bought a plane ticket for like Monday to spend the week at home. I just told my boss, the one good thing about it is like, it's clear that I'm not lying. I clearly have a problem. So I'm going to take time off immediately and made an appointment with this naturopath who specializes in dermatology here in Portland Mm. and when I saw her she um immediately was like don't put anything on it don't take the antibiotics she's like it's you know you need to work on um antibacterial antimicrobial herbs you need to rebuild your gut health like cut out any kind of sugar like even fruit alcohol things made with flour whether it's gluten or not just starchy things you know so I after so much struggle, all I did was change my diet and take some herbs and mm-hmm. it started working and it would kind of catch on to what I was doing and start coming back. But I would wow. just go see her and she'd be like, try this herb or, you know, and, and work on some stress management. Yeah. And and it, and I got through it, but I kept having to figure out how to manage it on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. But now now I know like I have a little patch of it now, but I know not to freak out and I know what to do. It's yeah. fine. And and it led me to what I'm so interested in now. Yeah. Nutrition and herbs and, it's amazing. and how they can serve us. So and what have some of those, I mean, is it just like kind of like typical day-to-day stressors or do you struggle with anxiety or? I do. Yeah. I, I'm fairly good at masking a struggle, you know, yeah. <laughs> or just dealing with it. I had you know, when you have that many brothers running around, you got to learn how to deal with stuff. Yeah, you got to <laughs> toughen up. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, I have, I I miss my family. You know, my family's far away. One of my family members is very sick, you know, mm. and I want to be there to to help them and to help their yeah. main caretaker, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I work at a nice company. I have a good job. I like the people I work with, but it's not in my heart, like the right path for me in the long term and that's something that I think about every day you know yes. so those kinds of things are in my mind a lot yeah right definitely. that makes so much sense I just I ask you that because like the physical problems that I have had in my life whether it's like skin or gut like stomach aches or whatever it was always so related to just some emotional stressor that was going on in my life like yeah. as a kid or even as an adult hard things so that's why I asked that just like if the anxiety piece can be so huge to skin or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it'll make you a little bit sick, little by little, and, and yeah. you won't notice until it's like screaming in your face with 
a serious illness or a rash or, you know, it's, it's different for everybody, but it's, it's very true that that affects the physical state and that's hard to manage because you can't just take the right pill or even eat the right food or the right herb for that. It's Mm. like the harder work. (laughs) Yeah. You got to go in and do the work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so beautiful that like with Coco Glow, this business, like it just seems so much more reflective of like your Mm. passion and your heart because like this has helped you so much. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's a cool combination of what's helped me and you'll hear hear Emily's story later, but what what's helped Emily and brought her to Chinese medicine. So, right. And getting to work with your best friend is ideal obviously it's super fun and there's like a level of of respect that you're just I'm not going to respect someone I work with as much as I respect Emily yeah you guys have like life history together you guys met in college right yeah so this is kind of funny I um she went to high school with my older brother Wei they were friends and I needed a a roommate and Wei was like Emily's looking for a place because she was going to Portland State that year as well and we we didn't even know each other. She moved in while I was at school, <laughs> but it just it worked, worked out. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And were you just close right away? Pretty much. Yeah, we would we bonded over weird shit. Like we, <laughs> the house we were living in, my mom was renting it to us, and it yeah. wasn't um, like the stove wasn't put in quite yet. So we tried to like make soup in the coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> How did that work it for you? It did not work. It did not work. So don't try that. <laughs> Kids do not try that at home. You can't make coffee in the coffee maker after that either. So. Oh, what has it been like working together, though? I mean, you, also, listeners, I am I do not have my third mic. That's why <laughs> Emily isn't on this call with us right this second. You will hear from her. But um, what, like, what has that been like? Have you guys ran into times where it's been hard? Or you've been like, has there been hmm. challenge? I feel like... We are usually on the same page. There's only been one time, and and that makes it really fun, you know. There's only been one time where on a recipe we really couldn't decide. There were two kind of distinct routes we could have gone on on our most recent one, the beauty blend. Yeah. And we, you know, can relate to why each other has the other opinion, but we just didn't agree. Yeah. But it was funny because (laughs) we were like, no one's going to, like, win this argument. I don't want to win yeah. Over you, you know? Right. So we just compromised and did something kind of, we used both of our ideas essentially in the oh, end okay. because it didn't feel, even though we were both like, we can do, like, I trust you. I trust your judgment. You make good decisions. You're knowledgeable. You're my friend. Like you want the, you want the best for Coco Glow the same as I do, but neither one of us wanted to, to be dominant, I guess. Yeah. So or at you least m- I You didn't. met in the middle. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It makes me think because you you've met my husband high mm-hmm. and we own a business together and we talked about this a few episodes back which I'll link in the show notes but we were talking about just like creative living and having a creative business and like one thing that we've really had to just trust and lean into is this knowing that we both have strengths that are different from one another's yeah and I'd be really interested in hearing like what are your strengths in the business Oh, man, my strengths in the business. Um, well, I guess the main one is I'm fairly good. I'm real good, actually. There we go. <laughs> yes. At, at coming up with recipes for taste, making things taste good. So, yeah. And Emily, obviously, is a board certified herbalist. So she's really good at selecting herbs for, you know, how they're going to be effective and, mm. and having all of the knowledge behind it of, you know, any we don't want to like 
put a dose of herbs that's actually medicinal or, you know, <laughs> potentially risky to right. a certain group of people. So she has all the, you know, hard knowledge there. And then I'm, I'm great at making a recipe that's palatable. That so. is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the most perfect duo. It's great. And on the business end of things, like who deals with that? Like financially, are you both oh. in there? We do everything together. I do more of the social media presence. Emily does more of like keeping our inventories up and ordering and that kind of thing. Right. Um, we're trying. It's it's kind of built to a point where we need to have more <laughs> infrastructure around all of our procedures. So we're we're trying to make some better plans this year. Like we need to file business taxes and <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. So we'll be we'll be visiting visiting that very shortly (laughs) yeah and it it seems like 2020 and I've talked about this in previous episodes too but it just feels like the year of expansion and it's Mm -hmm. like you know expansion in business expansion in relationships kind of like across (laughs) expand yes (laughs) yeah I'm laughing because yeah Emily is pregnant and it's literal expansion yeah (laughs) she is expanding right now (laughs) yes um (laughs) sorry um but it's just like when you have this creative business something that you care about so deeply but then you kind of get to a place where you're like fuck like we have to kind of grow these things now to get these results or like the demand is more than what we have or Mm -hmm. you know like it's I feel like that's happening with a lot of my friends in creative business yeah and it's really interesting especially when you start something as a side project starting for fun then kind of thinking oh this could be something and then people like it and then they order more and yeah and it started it started to grow to a point where there were a couple of times at the end of the year where we didn't have inventory left or you know where we weren't yeah. prepared for for the demand and that's like a cool feeling but then you're also like oh man I gotta I gotta reprioritize some things yeah absolutely so we're we're learning through that we're finding that um we certainly have you know individuals that like to buy it and order it online but a lot of clinics acupuncture clinics and a couple spas and things like that are carrying it so we're getting a fair amount of wholesale business which is not what you know it's unexpected but it's very cool yeah you're like delighted by it you're like we weren't expecting this yeah (laughs) yeah it's so amazing I was looking at your guys's website um and I noticed that you actually carry some of your stuff out in whitefish and we live in Montana (laughs) and we're actually pretty close to whitefish so yeah it was just cool to see that I was like what the hell you're already in Montana cocoa glow out in the wild isn't that cool (laughs) it's really exciting I can't believe it and did you seek them out or did they find you they found us <gasps> on instagram yeah oh, it's the so best it's, it's been neat yeah we're in um we're in a clinic in boise one in phoenix there's another one in wisconsin yeah so there's we're we're getting out there we just had someone in vermont reach out and to these us are yesterday. acupuncture clinics yes okay mm-hmm. so Tell me why acupuncture clinics are reaching out to mm. you guys. Uh, because acupuncture clinics are generally uh, Chinese medicinal practices and have okay. the herbalism component to it. And since we use um, Chinese herbs, traditional Chinese okay. herbs in our blends, that really speaks to those practitioners and their patients. Oh, okay. That is yeah. so amazing. I like noticed that on a bunch of them. I was like, acupuncture. Okay, there's a theme. How do yeah. they know? What's it? Yeah, <laughs> I like, just this is weird. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's such a unique niche. Like, that's really cool. It really is. Yeah, it is. Funny. And I think that's exactly what's happening for you guys. I mean, we're going to be working together, yeah. you know, and there's I just see you guys attracting people. You're not having to. I mean, you're doing a lot of work, but you're yeah. getting this organic growth and like rush of 
business. Yeah. And the coolest thing that is unexpected is that it it leads you to, you know, we met you, we meet all these Mm -hmm. people that we feel really comfortable with, really happy to know that they care about the same, you know, values that we have. And it's, um, you know, wellness and alternative methods to it are obviously gaining lots of ground, but it's still something that you get laughed at about your crystals and your hippie voodoo bullshit right? (laughs) a lot of the time. So it's kind of neat to see how many um, people are out there that that are like-minded. And who is your perfect customer? Do you have like a perfect customer? Yeah. We like actually have a worksheet to figure that out (laughs) right now. You're like 2020. Yeah. I know that's kind of a funny question. I guess it's because I'm asking myself that in like different areas of my business. So I was just curious. Yeah. I guess it would be someone who wants to, who's like very interested in adding to their wellness routine in a way that is not restrictive like Mm -hmm. I want to add something new in that makes me feel good where I know I'm serving myself it helps me set up a ritual whether it's like putting a spoon in my tea or taking a break in the afternoon to have a cup of broth but someone who wants to do something small that's sustainable to serve themselves on a regular basis yeah and do you drink cocoa glow every day no no I'm kidding you're like (laughs) I'm actually kind of sick of it (laughs) yeah I do in the morning I have um Cocoa Glow Classic or Beauty in my coffees. Those are both cacao based, so I'll I'll switch it up depending on what I have not run out of yeah. at the moment. And and then in the afternoon, I usually will have one of the broths because I get that three o'clock, four o'clock, like suddenly want to take a nap, energy right. slump. And the um, more often I have the daily broth for that because that has cordyceps and ginseng in it which are fairly energizing <laughs> so that's it that's a good one right. <laughs> for the the afternoon slump and then um sometimes well I'll use the daily broth and cooking a lot because oh. you can just if you're making like rice or stew or really anything savory yeah just toss, toss a scoop in there and you know it's so amazing that's what I tried so I tried I think <clears throat> it was just the beauty the beauty broth at um, the market that we met each other at. It wasn't oh, that the it? daily broth. The daily, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the daily broth. And it was just, I remember being such a brat and I'm sure you get this all the time, but I like walked up to you guys and I was like, am I pretty? <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, do you remember that? I was joking. But anyway, it made me feel beautiful. Like, I don't know. It was just like Aww. drinking it and feeling cozy and just knowing yeah. that it's good for me. Yeah. Like, it, it, whether it's placebo or not, I don't fucking know, but I instantly just felt connected and good drinking it. That's so awesome to hear. Yeah. I love that. And yes, you are beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, it's just such a beautiful product and I'm so excited. Um, We're going to be giving it to... So we're still trying to figure out how we're going to use Coca Glow in our business, Mm. but... Um, and I haven't even talked, I'll just talk to you about it yeah, now. We'll Why not? <laughs> yeah. But, um, like with our, the Montana retreat, our house in Montana, we're picturing doing like these self care packages that can mm. be add ons to their, their stay. Yeah. And I think we're going to start though, doing that here with the Airstream, the cozy roller, cause we're Fun. here more than yeah. anything. So if people want to come and stay the Airstream for a weekend and have like a beautiful, like self care nourishing weekend. I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they can have like, uh, their own jar, like of cocoa glow. And then who knows Aww. what else, but I'm excited yeah. to curate the packages. I'd love to like pick your guys' brains on how to oh, do that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Be- we'd love to love to give some ideas um before we hop over to emily i want Mm -hmm. to ask you a couple things okay 
dun 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 oh my gosh <laughs> no um what's the biggest challenge in your life right now the biggest challenge in my life right now uh that's an easy question for me it's my 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 dad is very sick and he's across mm-hmm. the country and I can't I can't be there all the time and yeah. it sucks can I ask what's going on with your dad yeah he has um a neuromuscular um disorder so he's oh. lost a lot of um you know dexterity and and strength and control in his muscles in his body so he's um he's bedridden yeah he's on a he has a a ventilator Mm. so he's um you know it's it's really hard he's not able to to do all the amazing things he's done his whole life but he's still the same the same mind you can still call him and say dad this thing happened what do I do you know he can and he'll still be there and yeah yeah. and my Kathy my stepmom takes like the most amazing care of him that anyone ever could so they're they're very inspirational relationship and couple mm-hmm. so that's good to see yeah but it's just showing what a marriage is it's like being there for your person the doctors like cry when they see them oh so. I want to cry thinking about they're, it they're yeah. so sweet that I just you have no control when something like that is happening to someone you love like there's nothing I can do right you know and that's it's really hard and I just wish that society would allow for me to go there for two months and not end up homeless you know? yeah. so that's I kind of struggle with why can't I just go I know be there you know right. but yeah it's it's pretty like when I think of entrepreneurship like freedom is kind of like that number one oh, piece yes. and I think this experience too with your dad and just all of this like I'm sure it's emphasizing that piece for you too because like at, eventually you guys are going to be able to go yeah just leave and do what you need to do which will be that's like my biggest goal freedom yeah Mm -hmm. same same preach yeah I'm so sorry that's going on that's so painful um I guess to end that what are you most proud of (laughs) it's kind of hard to go into that but really like in your life where you're at right now what are you most proud of who you are I'm that's an interesting question I think I'm most proud of my my relationships like I have I've noticed you know that not everybody has a friendship like I have with Emily not everybody has um a partner that they're as as well suited to as I am with my husband Tyson and and my family you know there's no one in my family that I just don't get along with Mm. and um I love all my siblings my parents you know I just that's the relationship management is really my strength I love that that's a huge thing yeah and that makes so much sense too like that I love that you that's something you like pride yourself on and no wonder like the biggest challenge is not being able to really do that like give me goosebumps because it's like that's like what you want to give to people and nurture those relationships and you can't be there physically so that's just really hard yeah it is but on the other hand at least I have that you know not everybody has yeah good relationships in their life so that's really lucky on its own yeah absolutely well thank you so much for coming on the show and we will move on to the conversation with your business partner okay thank you so much danny Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah, it's it's kind of nice. You you got to cheat a little bit. You heard the first conversation. Exactly. <laughs> you got to yeah. be right next to us for it. Um, but I same way would love to just start the show with or sh- start this conversation with hearing your name and a little bit about your story. Okay, I'm Emily Bartha. I'm an acupuncturist, um, and I'm the co-founder of Coco Glow. Mm. And then should I get into my story? As yeah, well? okay. just go for yeah, it. Take so it. I grew up on a farm as well, or like a small small farm actually less than a minute from here Mm -hmm. um just down the hill um and we also had a lot of animals and um I think at one point we had like 11 dogs because both our dogs had puppies (laughs) which was amazing yeah (laughs) like we're a dog farm (laughs) yeah so so I grew up just like playing in the woods and kind of a tomboy with my brother um but I was also really into ballet which Mm -hmm. I did professionally like throughout um, my life and I still teach ballet a little bit so that was a big part of my childhood how when did you start doing ballet when I was three just oh sort my of like gosh. every little girl but I just didn't stop so. <laughs> you just kept <laughs> yeah. going did yep. you love it like you've always loved it yeah I was it's been interesting teaching ballet because I realize it's such a disciplined um, endeavor that a lot of kids don't really take to mm. um, but I just didn't realize that because I was so um, just immediately drawn to it and yeah. the discipline and everything. So was your mom into ballet? I think she did dance as a kid just for a few years, but okay. yeah. What is it about ballet that you love? Um, it's just really fun to craft, work on your craft and improve and performing is really great. Mm. The kind of like camaraderie you have with people uh, there's nothing like it, you know, just yeah, that, those relationships. Would, when you were a little girl and dancing was like being on stage something that you just loved so much I did I actually liked class more so like mm. work the work part because um, wow. it's just so gratifying like when you're improving and your teachers give you attention and that sort of thing yeah I think I like that part the most yeah <laughs> but the accolades of that too of just yeah. like when they see that you've gotten better at something mm-hmm. or whatever it feels good mm-hmm. it feels really good what else did you do when you were a little girl um, I was obsessed with horses. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was a horse girl. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. We actually had this, um, guy that taught with my dad at high school and he ended up in this situation where he didn't have room for his horse. He lived in a teepee on someone's property. Oh, cool. And so he had us board his horse, which was like my dream. <laughs> You're <laughs> so like just, dreams come true. Yeah. Oh. It was amazing. We had this Appaloosa. She, um, Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. And so you were able to ride it? Mm-hmm. Was it scary or were you just Oh, I love it. Yeah. He was really sweet toward children. Um, He didn't really like like adults, but. (laughs) Yeah. And do you have siblings? I do. I have an older brother. He's two years older. um, And we were really close when we were younger. He, we kind of looked alike. People thought we were twins. Mm. (laughs) Um, And we also lived on six acres. So we couldn't really just hang out with our neighbors or go down the street. So we were stuck together a lot. <laughs> right. And it was just the two of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. so the house that's down the street from ours, that's where you grew up. Yeah. The only house you lived in. Yeah, as a and, kid. I, mm-hmm. and I went to grade school just down the street. <laughs> Great. Like the school K that we can see. Cottrell. Yeah. That is yeah. crazy. And I also that, went to Sandy high school. So. Yeah. Right. And so, but you're, yeah, you're seven years older than me, mm-hmm. I think. So mm-hmm. we missed each other, but that is just wild. It's so crazy. So where we live, there's Sandy High School, but now there's like a brand new school. Mm-hmm. That is like the fanciest thing I've ever seen. It's amazing. Have you been in it? I have. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't even imagine going to a school like that. Yeah. It's like a university. <laughs> it's literally a university. There's like solar panels and it's just like, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Um, what is your relationship like with your parents? Um, it's really good. My parents are amazing. They're both teachers. Um, 
my dad's really kind of, I think I take after my dad more. He's like a little bit shyer and quieter, really mm-hmm. sweet, um, and just like does anything for anyone. And my mom's kind of more um, energetic, more of like a spitfire type of personality. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what her sign is? She's an Aries. She's an Aries. <laughs> oh, yeah. yep. see, you know, you know some of the astrology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like it? I like it. I don't really like know much beyond the basics. Okay. You know, yeah. like the sun signs mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you are expecting a baby. I am. Yeah. <laughs> who's also supposed to be an Aries. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about that? Hopefully he's an Aries and doesn't take longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about that? I'm feeling really good. It's um, really like exciting and kind of an unknown. It's a little scary. Yeah. Um, but mostly I'm just really excited. But it's just kind of like one thing in your life that you can't really prepare for you have no idea what it's going to be like how has your body felt throughout this pregnancy pretty good um at my office there's a naturopath that works there and he keeps checking in on me asking how I'm doing and I felt pretty good um and he says that it's because I was healthy before I was pregnant yeah (laughs) so I haven't had any nausea um that's great but in general I think pregnancy is a lot more involves more discomfort than I had anticipated <laughs> just like having weight in your stomach yeah you know yeah. having 20 pounds like in front of you changes your spine and your oh. alignment and your digestion everything <laughs> right so. and so you are the co-owner of coco glow and you are you have another full-time job though is that correct i do can you talk about that yeah so i own and operate a wellness clinic mm-hmm. in southeast portland um training point acupuncture so how did you get into that um, through ballet, through dance injuries, I kind of became intrigued with, um, acupuncture just because it helped me so much. Yeah. Um, I had a really bad hamstring injury and couldn't dance for six months, um, in my early twenties. And I did, I think I did like eight months of physical therapy and mm. saw a surgeon, all this stuff. And, um, I had three acupuncture sessions that just were miraculous. <laughs> it changed your life. It did. Yeah. I think it just broke up the scar tissue. And then he also, I had an amazing acupuncturist. He moved to Canada, but he was just so helpful in talking about like emotions and the mind body connection. Yeah. I think that's something I was seeking just with struggling with anxiety and yeah. things like that, you know, th- that a lot of people do yeah. in that college age. Mm-hmm. Was that when your anxiety began in college? I think so. Probably like late high school and college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the catalyst for that was? Um, I think it seems like everyone I know goes through that like phase, but I think ballet might've exacerbated it a little bit as much as I'm glad I went through mm-hmm. <laughs> all of those experiences. It, it's just a little bit of stressful rigid experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then every, you know, I'm still friends. I have a lot of friends. Um, we ended, I ended up dancing at Oregon ballet theater. Wow. And so a lot of my friends are here still. So we relate and we're like, we just kind of had the same experience, you know, having anxiety, I think all of us went through eating disorders. Yeah. Um, but we've all come through the other side. And so just. Right. Can we talk about that? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's such a long time ago in my yeah. past, but I think it's important to talk about. Yeah. So, so you, you did have an eating disorder? I did. Okay. What was it? Um, I was um, kind of dabbled in a, a few different yeah. <laughs> areas, but mostly just struggled with anorexia and a little bit with bulimia. And you were around all these girls that were probably doing the same thing yeah and did you guys know that each other was like doing that not really um I think we'd hear like stories about it and you know if someone got really bad but a lot of times you just didn't know and then I think all women not just ballet dancers a lot of my friends in college have disordered eating or just you know disordered body image absolutely even if it's not a full-blown 
issue. Right. So. Even if it's just looking in the mirror and seeing something that isn't actually true, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Right. Or just feeling so much of your self-worth tied to your yeah, body. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I can relate with that so much. It was, I think for me, it began more in like middle school. But it was just, it was like orthorexia, which I just learned that name. But right. it was like over exercise, mm-hmm. eating so rigidly, like the smallest amount possible. Right. And then it was just, but it just continued for so long, mm-hmm. you know? And it, But it was weird because like for you, was there anyone in your life who asked you like, or did they see what was going on? Or? Not really. So I was kind of a scrawny kid and <laughs> my family is just all oh. really thin. And then I did ballet. So yeah, I was just naturally really thin. And so when I kind of freaked out is when I started to develop when I was later than most people, I think I was 18 or 19. Yeah. Um, and so I'd gotten all this praise my whole life for being thin. And so, but I actually do remember part of my journey with finding alternative health was, you know, just terrible experiences with Western medicine, even though I think it can be great. Um, and I think it's changing for the better, but I went to my primary care doctor when I was 20, I was home from school. I went to college in New York. Um, and I told him, you know, I think, I think I might have an eating disorder and I also can't sleep. I'm having trouble sleeping. And he prescribed me like an antidepressant and a sleeping pill and didn't follow up at all. So, I mean, this is, what would that be? 17 years ago. So I think things have changed. Yeah. But he was, he spent paying me 10 minutes with me. So that's just really just scary to, give me a shit. to think yeah. about, you know, people going through that. Absolutely. Luckily, I had a good support system and came through it. But <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's just hearing a story like that is so it can be so daunting. And like you just said, I think things have shifted. Things have changed, but probably not entirely. Right. But it's like, it's so easy. It could have been so easy had you not had your support system to kind of slip through the cracks. Mm-hmm. You and know I what I mean? In Portland, we're really lucky. Yeah. That other yeah. cities in the middle of the country yes. don't have that great of health care. Yeah, so. absolutely. And so did you go to recovery for your eating? I did. I um, ended up opting not for like inpatient recovery. I did outpatient and counseling. Um, yeah. But the biggest change I think that helped me, I went back to school in New York and my one of my roommates was just really amazing at cooking and, you know, she would be like, why are you using fat-free milk? She's Use like, stop it. Cream. Yeah. yeah. Use butter. <laughs> that's, and, that's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So she sort of helped me change my um, view toward food. and Yeah. It sounds like creating a new relationship with it. Be mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, this is like something that can nourish me and something exactly. I can have fun with. Exactly. And has did it feel pretty like smooth from there or is it still something that comes up it for you? It felt pretty smooth from there. I felt pretty healthy for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think this was in my early 20s and I'm 37. Yeah. Um, but being pregnant has been interesting to yeah. just notice being like, oh, this is strange feeling like my body changed part of it I love it's interesting but some of it I have to kind of be a little bit careful and thoughtful about right like the thoughts you're thinking mm-hmm. about yourself and right d- what is can you talk about those a little bit I know it's like real yeah. time you're like yeah. maybe yesterday who knows <laughs> but yeah it's just a little bit strange to just feel your body change and feel yeah. your t- clothes be tight but I just you know I'm so happy to be able to have this journey and right you know bring life into the world as cheesy as it sounds. So, no, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And for the most part, I feel like it's cool to notice the body changes. So. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> it it kind of sounds like a maybe a similar situation to like even your roommate 
back in New York who was a good cook, it's like having this baby in your stomach is probably creating a new relationship with just the way you see your body. You're like, look at what my body can do. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Um, Can you talk about Coco Glow? Like I want you to, this is your business. This is your creative work that you're doing with your best friend. Can you talk about what it is and how you started it? Sure. So Nicole did an amazing job already describing it, but I'll try. Yeah. Um, so we, I feel like when we met, we were both um, interested in health in some ways. We were both vegetarian um, and bonded over that. Um, but we both also like struggled with some health things around the same time. And and was your health stuff, what was that different than anything that you just explained? Nope. Yeah. What I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then just kind of finding proper nutrition and healthy ways of eating and that sort of thing. Right. Um, And so, and I think we've also just always wanted to do something more creative and Mm. something around like fashion or beauty or um, nutrition. And so this kind of just was very organic. We didn't try to create a product, which we both kind of like the way it happened organically. Yeah. Um, Because you guys started a blog mm -hmm. and what was the name of the blog? I think it was called <laughs> Sassy Healthy Girls. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was it called? Exactly. I think originally it was the Mint Note, the which mint, is really embarrassing. The Mint Note? I don't really know what it... It doesn't make any sense. Well, try to explain it. I want to hear. I think we liked the color mint. <laughs> and we're like, should we do the Daily Mint? Oh, cute. Or like, and we liked green mason jars at the time. We were obsessed with them. So we're like, yeah. we're going to have a picture of like sunlight streaming through mason jars with flowers i think it's sweet i don't yeah. know it's like creative process yeah. that's where you guys began right and then we changed them somehow we thought of coco glow um i think that might have been in connection with the product the first product um, okay but we're like let's just keep going with it we don't want to just sell stuff we want to like have yeah a blog and um you know offer resources for people yeah and so when you had that blog <laughs> the green mason jar the mint or whatever <laughs> it was, did you guys gain a following on there um not too much we, okay we were just kind of doing it as a like a way a creative outlet yeah um, so and then it kind of it's kind of funny thinking back that that's you know, we, we thought we wanted to do a blog, but we ended up not really. I mean, we still do blog posts, but it's not our focus at all. Right. But you still do through your website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. And so like if someone were to come up like I did, I guess, when I went up to your stand and met you guys, I was like, what is this? Because it's so beautiful. You almost can't tell if it's like something that you would like put up in your bathroom shelf or like something on your kitchen shelf. It looks like, I don't know. It just looks so beautiful. Can you, what would you say? when you're explaining what it is. Yeah. So, um, that was sort of our intention. We wanted it to be like a product that would help your health and, you know, help with beauty, like hair, skin and nails, but also energy and hormone balance. But we wanted it to be beautiful and, you know, maybe you could mistake it for like a fancy makeup product. Mm -hmm. So that's what our intent was with the packaging. Um, because while we both like kind of live in a lot of ways, like you could say like more hippie, you know, with like a nutrition or, Mm -hmm. um, beliefs about the environment or like sort things like that neither neither of our styles are very hippie <laughs> so yeah you we guys kind are of, like glam <laughs> we kind of felt like there was a glamorous <laughs> thank you yeah uh, we th- felt like we wanted to reflect who we were and that um there was kind of lacking something lacking in that space yes no there so, it, there was that you totally just nailed yeah. it it's like that modern beautiful chic like wellness mm-hmm. 
kind of drink, right? Yeah. Okay. And we we kind of describe it as plant based herbal beauty foods. Yeah. It's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. I think it's so wonderful. And how has it been received from the people in your life? Like creating this amazing business. What is how have how have you felt supported? And what has it been like? People have been really supportive. Um, our families have been great. Um, and then one thing that's been really cool to see is I have a lot of a big community of acupuncturists and herbalists that I went we all went to school in Portland and then they're all over the country now and they have kind of approached me and wanted to have it in their clinics which has been really like amazing and yeah yeah, such a good feeling and they trust you yeah and then some people I don't know them but we kind of know each other you know because you're another acupuncturist you're in the industry and so it's cool to learn more about their business um, and see a lot of them are women women owned small businesses in different cities Um, and then some locally um, as well Um, some that I knew and some that we just met through events Um, and it's really cool to see them I almost feel like it's easier for them to sell it at their clinics than the me selling it at mine because you know I made it <laughs> not like part of like <laughs> yeah so yeah so did you start your clinic I did yeah how did you do this um well I went I graduated five years ago from Chinese medicine school and I worked like crazy I worked for three different clinics as an employee and then I just started my own business one day a week um, and then eventually I kind of took the leap and like added two days and three days and and when you say you started your own business would you lease space from mm-hmm. these other acupuncturists yeah okay yeah and then eventually my mom and I were walking around the Hawthorne district and there was this amazing space um this whole clinic with like five treatment rooms and I was just like there's no way I can do that I'm not ready for that and my mom was like no you should really like look into it <gasps> call the guy and yeah it was just perfect and, whoa um it was a big leap um just financially and everything but it it worked out like beautifully oh so my yeah. god <laughs> that, I'm sorry I love stories like that because it wasn't once again just kind of like Coco Glow divinely led like you didn't you weren't looking for that right, right. you were no. just walking down the street probably with a coffee or mm-hmm. something whoa and so you got the clinic what did you do after that um so I Aside from like shit your pants and be like, what did I just do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I still worked other places. So I was, you know, um, still using other ways of making money as an acupuncturist, but slowly transitioning full time to this. And um, I subleased to a few other practitioners as well, which has been really helpful. Other acupuncturists? Um, A naturopath and a massage therapist. Okay. Um, But now I'm to the point um, I've been in this space for two, a little over two years and I've had my own practice for four years, um, but I, I'm about ready to hire someone. So that's really exciting. And you'll be hiring an employee? Yeah, an acupuncturist. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. That's a huge thing. It is. It's huge. And I just think of, I don't know, I think it's just because it's probably my own lack and scarcity. But like when I think of opening like a brick and mortar in Portland, I'm like, holy shit, like you are <laughs> doing really well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. And what is like, how do you want people to feel when they go into your clinic? So um, it's sort of a neighborhood um, doctor's office. It was mm. a, a clinic in the 40s. Actually, one of my cool. friends grew up down the street and his mom grew up in that house as well and she was born in the clinic <laughs> so wow it has a lot of history and a lot of people in the neighborhood know it is it beautiful 
Yeah, it's really cool. I it's need to come. Center. I want to come check it out. I yeah, know. I want to. Acupuncture. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had acupuncture. Oh, really? No, I want it wow. all over my whole body. I don't know much about it, but I want it everywhere. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yeah. Can you talk about acupuncture sure. a little bit? Yeah. yeah. I want to hear just like, what is it? Yeah. So acupuncture involves meridians along your body with acupoints. Um, so they go kind of in lines um, down the front and the back of your body. There's 12 major meridians. And is that connected to kind of like the chakra system? Then? It's kind is of, it? yeah, okay. it's similar. That's in Ayurvedic or Indian medicine, okay. but um, Chinese medicine is with acupuncture and it's thousands of years old um, and it has some energetic properties, which um, different acupuncturists, different styles tap it more into that. And then it also is just physiologically, there's a lot of things that go on. So um, it's good for like injury, um, pain, um, and there's actual science to back up why it does help. So it can ac actually be, you know, far away from the, the energetic part as well, Yeah, depending on how you practice. So like when I think of going to acupuncture, I'm always thinking of like, how can I move energy in my body? Mm -hmm. Like I want to move, like, you know, I'm a yoga yeah. teacher. I'm like always yeah. wanting to move energy. And if I was like, like, I'm not in pain currently, I don't have any injuries right now. Thank God. Um, if I were to go to you and just be like, poke me <laughs> like what would it be what would you do yeah so the big um belief in acupuncture the big theory is that if you have free flow of energy and blood and oxygenated blood in your body you're healthy mm. so if you're standing and moving every day eating yeah. healthy foods um you're going to be healthy but when stagnation in your body occurs that's when disease arises kind of mm. like earlier you and nicole were talking about when you have stress um, and you don't know how to handle it, that's when it starts to show up in your body. Yeah. So acupuncture in Chinese medicine <clears throat> is all about like unblocking those areas of stuckness. Wow. <laughs> in your body. So, and how do you locate areas of stuckness? Can you? So we do really in-depth intake about um, your whole body system, like your mm. health history, your digestion, your sleep, your body temperature is a really big part of it. Um, your emotions and we kind of tie that all together and then we look at the pulse how your pulse feels mm. just that day it can be really different from day to day and your tongue as well tells us a lot about inflammation and stagnation in the body and then oh. we choose the points based on that and then also just you know if you have a shoulder injury we'll do shoulder muscular points oh my gosh I'm so interested I can't wait I'm gonna come in and have you just I, so you do an intake and that's where you can go through and would you actually do a session that day or do you do intake and then come back um we do a session that day yeah. Oh, okay yeah and the cool thing about Chinese medicine is that it looks at everyone individually where they are in that day mm -hmm. so you know if your acupuncturist tells you you have liver chi stagnation it doesn't mean your liver is diseased it means yeah. <laughs> energetics and like functions of the liver are stuck because oh. of maybe something in your life or yeah. something you can work on so even if you have a difficult disease that you know you've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia or right. something untreatable or something like peripheral dermatitis that western medicine doesn't have a good solution for you can still um you know find out more about your individual pattern and get some treatment do you still get like go th go to an acupuncture yeah I've been getting acupuncture especially lately with being right. pregnant and it's amazing yeah mm -hmm. do you do it to yourself not really no, <laughs> no. I feel like I would if I was an <laughs> I'd just be like because you're they're needles right yeah but a lot of it is um the element of like being taken care of and like okay. that therapeutic approach <laughs> see that's so why I'm like work as well receiving is like the hardest thing for me so oh. that's like totally why I said so it'd be that. good for you it would be so good <laughs> for me yeah I'm like how can I do this you're like no lay the <laughs> fuck down 
when yeah. I do this. <laughs> um, to kind of wrap it up, I just want to ask you a couple questions that I ask everybody. Uh, what is the biggest challenge in your life right now? I think um, finding balance, like work, relationships, that sort of thing, having a baby coming. Yeah. Um, just figuring out how to manage my business so that I can have that enjoy the you know special time with the baby when he's born and right that sort of thing what is your perfect like what does your perfect day look like like as you're trying to find that balance and maintain that what does it look like I think it's a little tough it's going to be a shift because I'm just used to like go 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 and working yeah to build this but I think I'm realizing I need to figure out a different balance as I go forward in the next few months yeah um and when you think of it right now, like say you wake up in the morning, what time would you wake up? <laughs> if you didn't have to be anywhere, like what would you do? Probably 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's pretend baby's born. Mm-hmm. Baby's here. What would you do next? Um, probably either stay home with him for a few hours or go into work for a few hours. Mm-hmm. So looking at restructuring my day, like yeah. spending time at home and not doing super long days yeah but the great thing is with my job it's pretty flexible so I set my own hours which right. is great I don't think I could ever go back to being an employee after no. owning my own business no I'm sure you feel the same I do feel the same yeah it's like prison sentence sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. that's why we're gonna make Coco Glow a success you and are Nicole can work from home absolutely <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's I, I love thinking about that. I did an episode early on, like maybe episode six, and it was just like kind of talking about manifestation, but like when we can really mentally start to create like what or look visualize like what is a perfect day mm-hmm. actually look like, that's when we can start to like really make those shifts right. in our life. And it sounds like you are like hiring an employee. Yeah, that's going to be some amazing. Of the load off. Yeah. And will that employee be able to do everything that you do for the most part? For the most part, I'll still manage the business and that sort of thing. But I've, yeah, I've been surprised at how much I like that part of it. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't think when I wanted to study acupuncture, I just was all about the, the medicine, but I, I enjoy the business part too. Yeah. Do you already know who you're bringing on? Not yet. Nope. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. And are you going to take your time? Like really? Yeah. Just... I want it to be the right fit. And then. I'm really um, trying to be purposeful about um, making it a good situation for them. Like yeah. I want it to be a healthy work environment that they enjoy. Um, right. And yeah, because I've worked for a lot of people in some of the um, situations with acupuncturists or even like massage mm-hmm. therapists. It's not like ideal or, or yoga teachers. Yeah, um, for sure. You can be taken advantage of. So I want right. to. Um, Mutually supportive. Exactly. Oh, I love that you're saying that. That's also the energy of 2020. I feel like it's like, I, it's hard for me because I'm a people pleaser too. I have like that in me, even mm-hmm. though I'm pretty, I don't know, headstrong at the same time. But it's like, how, what in my life doesn't feel mutually supportive? Mm-hmm. You know, just like navigating that because there are certain areas where it's right. like, wait a second, right? There's not as much gain there. So I love that you're thinking about that. Yeah. I just had a, you know, I've never managed anyone. So, and I am like more of a quiet person or like, um, so I, I need to figure out like how to find strength in managing someone, um, and that sort of thing too. Yeah. I think you're going to be a really powerful like boss in that way of having like soft strength because that soft tenderness that you just naturally are. Like there's, there's strength in that, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to be like, all right now. <laughs> <Let's get to laughs> <work>. Yeah. <let's laughs> do it faster. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Like yeah. you can be who you are and just <laughs> infuse that confidence and strength. It's really 
really powerful. Um, oh, another, sorry, some questions just keep popping up for me that I wanted to ask you. I want to hear, like, what is the center line between all of the things that you do? So what would that look like between Coco Glow and just kind of relationships, business? Do you feel like there's a center line that kind of ties it all together? Mm. <laughs> I feel like... Um... I, I do think in 2020, like you were saying, you were saying the theme is expansion. I think another theme is maybe um, stepping back and kind of looking at like streamlining, like what is working, what isn't. And yeah. um, I think with all of like, maybe not personal life, but with Coco Glow and my business, just um, looking yeah. at what is best right for um, like my well-being, Nicole's well-being, you know, the well-being of the, the company. Yeah, That's so like well-being might be the center line, right? To instead of just yeah. working really hard and yeah, um, just kind of stepping back and being like, well, what what makes sense? What will make us happy? And what will oh, yeah? I needed to hear that. That's, <laughs> it's so true because it's so easy to just like be doing the grind, and especially when you're building a business and you're so close to it, right. you're just like, well, I just have to do all this shit. I have to do all these things. But some of the things, but why we, are we doing it? But why are we yeah. doing it? Like, what's the intention behind it? Mm-hmm. And does it feel good? Or and does I've, it, days that I noticed that in my acupuncture clinic when I'm in the flow mm. where I'm like I'm so happy to be here and yeah. I'm like really like recognizing each person and right. feeling that and, and then some days I'm like oh I do not feel like I'm just like you feel like a monster and you're like what is why am I doing this yeah, yeah. So, but I've, I think it's moving more toward the the good feelings and I oh. like that yeah I love that. That mm-hmm. is, And that's so tangible. Like people can look at that today and be like, what in my life feels really good and flowy right now? What feels upstream? Mm-hmm. And can we start to like shift those things? Yeah. Um, what are you most proud of about yourself and your life? Wow. Um, <laughs> that's a hard question. Um, let's see. I think just that. So I think five years ago, I graduated from grad school with a master's degree in Chinese medicine, which I didn't really realize how challenging that would be to, you know, you have to be a small business owner. Um, and I also went through a, a breakup. Um, mm. and it was an amicable breakup and everything, but just but before that I was like basically, um, not married, but like in that sort of situation. So just kind of starting over at age 32. Mm. So I'm pretty proud of the fact that I've come out the other side and feel pretty strong. And I think I feel yeah. stronger than before. So absolutely. Yeah. And you have an amazing partner and you're having a beautiful baby yeah. and you have businesses and you're yeah. pretty. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you see your life right now? <laughs> Do you see it? <laughs> it's a lot of I'm good a little, things. I'm a little bit in shock with the finding the partner and, yeah. and the baby. It just happened out of nowhere. That's how your whole life is right now. <laughs> I mean, it, literally, that's the theme. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, like Coco Glow, getting your brick and mortar. Your yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an abundant life. It's really important to see it. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. It's so fun to get to know both of you. Yeah, it's this just... was our first podcast. Yeah, I actually haven't even listened to that many podcasts, so I was yeah. a little bit nervous. But you were, you were great. Thank <laughs> okay, you. good. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I like them so much and I really hope they want to be best friends with me because I really want to be best friends with them. That's how all my guests are. So don't come on the show unless you want to be best friends, basically. Um, They generously are offering Mudlark listeners 20% off 
and all you have to do is head over to their website. All their links are in the show notes and enter Mudlark at checkout. That's capital M-U-D-L-A-R-K at checkout for 20% off your whole order. They also sent over the most amazing blog posts showing how to use their products, different cozy ways to just implement the product into your drinks and your food. And that's in the show notes as well. So Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much, and I just hope you have such a wonderful day. Bye.